conservative? You bet. Controversial? Right again. It's time to squabble on the Jim Benson Show. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Jim Benson Show. Conservative talk radio covering the issues that concern you here on the BBS radio network. The 2020 election was rigged and stolen. The evidence for it is overwhelming and irrefutable. That's what President Trump said a few days ago. I couldn't agree with him more. But it wasn't just the 2020 election that was so corrupted. The establishment left with its slavish subservience to the money, I'm sorry, slavish subservience to and money tied up with communist China can try to lie to and trick the American public all at once to about how supposedly safe and secure our elections are. But the growing body of evidence coming out about our elections clearly shows the opposite. More and more evidence about just what has been happening with our elections points to foreign and domestic criminal meddling in our elections, probably going on for decades with radical left-wing candidates being selected rather than elected. This is reportedly the premise of a new documentary debuting later this month during the Moment of Truth Summit, August 20 and 21, hosted by election integrity warrior Mike Lindell on his website, frankspeech.com. That's F-R-A-N-K-S-P-E-E-C-H.com. You can find out more about this on frankspeech.com. Part of the efforts to deny and confuse the public about the grave dangers we face over fraud in our elections is disinformation campaigns launched on social media to trick people and make them question the veracity of those people fighting for the truth and election integrity. Emerald Robinson is a former national affairs reporter for One American News Network, which is currently the target of a vicious effort by the establishment left to destroy it. And she was later with Newsmax. She now has her own show and podcast, The Absolute Truth, on frankspeech.com. A few days ago, Robinson reported that a fake account claiming to be hers on the internet channel, that a fake account is claiming to be hers on the internet channel Telegram. I like and go on Telegram occasionally, but have been wary of what appear to be other phony accounts there and disinformation they contain. There seem to be numerous phony accounts there, including even ones for President Trump and other important figures such as Robinson and retired Air Force Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, an authority on cyber warfare. Here's audio from Robinson's July 26th program with an interview with General McInerney, during which they discuss these Telegram accounts and cyber warfare against the United States. You'll hear General McInerney refer to Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 mules. For those of you who may not be familiar with it, McInerney is referring to the new documentary titled 2,000 Mules by videographer Dinesh D'Souza, which reputedly exposes large-scale ballot harvesting and ballot fraud in key swing states that decided the 2020 election. McKinney also refers to a top-secret U.S. government computer and cyber warfare program called Hammer and Scorecard, which was reportedly created to throw elections in other nations. McKinney contends this program has been handed over to the Communist Chinese Party, the CCP, and used in nationwide cyber attacks in the 2020 election, and I say probably before and after. And And in the 2020 election, which it manipulated millions of votes 
throwing the election to Joe Biden, along with other fraud, of course. Play soundbite one, please. Well, you all know I love connecting with you, whether it's right here on Lindell TV or if it's on Getter or through my Substack. However, contrary to popular belief, even from some people who know me personally, I do not have Telegram. Let me repeat this. I am not on Telegram. Yes, that's my name and picture, but it's not me. However, someone has been impersonating me on that platform. And if you think you're following me on Telegram, it's a catfish. That's violating Telegram's terms of service. This is a letter my attorney sent to Telegram in June. The geniuses at the Washington Post even fell for this fake account and cited fake messages on there as real. Now, someone who understands this all too well is General Thomas McInerney. Someone is also impersonating him on Telegram. And while Telegram can be a great place to have uncensored conversations, it has its flaws. For example, people on there are raving about Trump bucks, even though, again, there is no such thing. There's even a fake post about Mike Lindell getting behind the fictitious currency. These rumors are getting out of hand. Now, it's time to set the record straight. Let's welcome in retired United States Air Force Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney to, to talk about this. It's so good to see you. I, I mean, I was really flabbergasted, General, when I reached out to the platform, couldn't get it taken down. Now I've had to send legal notice to them. That account is still up and it's being amplified on multiple platforms like Twitter. Why is someone impersonating me and you, right? And I can't get it, the account removed. Well, that's the key question, Emerald. It's something that our listeners and viewers should understand. Uh, and it all happened after the 2020 election. And the reason I know I'm on it, and I think you're on it is, I know that the 2020 election was fraudulent. I know how they did the final numbers, how they came up with them using cyber warfare. Now, what I have found since, and by the way, I announced this two days before the election, and I was on uh, Steve Bannon's show, uh, and <clears throat> The and Sidney Powell was a co-anchor, and and I said that we are going to that Monday, two November, that we're going to lose this election because they're using cyber warfare. What I did not know, and I'm giving you a little more than probably you need, but your viewers will understand. What I did not know in 2005, the Chinese promulgated a new doctrine to gain control of the world, and that was out using kinetic warfare, i.e. no bombs or bullets or troops. It was using massive biological warfare and massive cyber warfare. Lo and behold, in January 2020, 11 months before the election, we get a pandemic called COVID-19. Emerald, that's not a pandemic. That was a deliberate biological attack by the Chinese, and it came out of the Wuhan Virology Lab, number four. Unfortunately, Dr. Fauci had been funding gain of function with U.S. dollars with that virology lab number four. So when President Xi Jinping said that the U.S. was involved, that's where we were. We were involved and Dr. Fauci was, and he's never admitted it. So all of a sudden, everything falls into place. I knew that they were going to use Hammer and Scorecard, which was a top secret access program, CIA, at the Obama administration, two weeks after Obama took over 
moved into a classified facility in Port Washington, Maryland, out of CIA, a version of it, and started using it. I reported that in March, March 19, 2017, that they were listening to the Trump campaign and then his administration. And lo and behold, before the election. So all of this is starting to fit together. Now, why am I targeted and why are you? Well, we are a threat to them, Emerald, because we are putting out facts that people understand. And I have talked about this on this network uh, for, many, for a year and a half almost on what they did with the cyber warfare. They also used mail-in ballots. They had dead people voting. They had illegals. There are about 10 different ways to do fraudulent voting. But the last bit comes with cyber warfare. So, for instance, in Michigan, they closed the uh, uh, ballot count down around 10 o'clock at night or 1030. And then at 0631 hours in the morning, 149,200 approximately votes came in at 0631 hours, Emerald. For all four, all 149,200, that estimate, all for Biden. That's an impossibility. It couldn't be. But that's what they needed to tip the balance by 2%. And so I know that. And now I'm a target for it. But it's important because it's going to impact the midterms. What you had been reporting from the White House and Newsmax, and, and you're reporting now, you are set telling the American people the truth. And that's why this network is so important. And what uh, Mike Lindell and the team there are doing and what you're doing is so people get the straight skinny. Now, what I'm starting to see, because Fox will not discuss the election. As a matter of fact, Fox would not let uh, Dinesh D'Souza with his 2,000 mules that showed uh, the Catherine Engelbrecht came up with people mailing in ballots fraudulently. And some people mailed up to 100 ballots mail-in ballots. Now, that's why we need an audit in those six battleground states. And that leads right back to you, Emerald, and to me, why we're on Telegram, because they have an elaborate cyber team there that is picked with singling out people so they can probably set us up and say certain things on Telegram. And then at a certain time, if they're starting to lose badly, then they're going to you know, put the FBI on us or do something like they've done on Navarro and so many other pe people. Uh, this is, it shows you though how elaborate it is. They are listening right now, Emerald, to this show and what we are saying. And all I would say to those people doing that, do you know you are committing treason against the United States? Do you know that election, that fraudulent steal was treason against the United States of America, that many of you took an oath of office to support the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now, uh, because there were so many people involved with that, and, and we're starting to hear the, the issues like 2,000 mules, with 2,000 mules, the sheriffs ought to be arresting those people. We know who they are. But again, it comes back to why you're on Telegram, Emerald, and why I'm on Telegram. Yeah, we have one minute, General, and I just have to, I just want to clarify. Now, in your opinion, the people targeting us, impersonating us, you feel this is a U.S. government PSYOP? 
What entity do you think is responsible? Well, I, I, I can't necessarily say it's U.S. government, although there is no way Cyber Command, okay. NSCIA, could have missed the 2020 steal. There's no way. It was coming from the key places. It was coming out of China. China got this uh, hammer and scorecard, and that's another story. But some separate entity is doing it. Well, General, I thank you for being with us. I'd love you to, you to come back sometime when we have more time to delve into some of those details because with the uh, technology that you're talking about, I talk to Intel people, and there seems to be so much controversy over that and so much conflict on, on the existence of it. So we'd love to delve deeper into that sometime. General, so good to see you. Thank you. Here's more from Emerald Robinson from her show, July 29, discussing the corrupt establishment and political left's desperate efforts to criminally prosecute President Trump so he cannot legally run again for the U.S. presidency. Remember, the rule of law means nothing to the left and their very powerful allies on Wall Street and in our business world who want to protect their money invested in China. The only time the law means anything to these despicable people is when it can be used to gain and hold on to their power and wealth. These people cannot see that by promoting communist China with its rigged economy and environmental devastation, they are sowing the seeds of their own destruction along with the rest of us. The CCP has long and repeatedly stated its intention to conquer, destroy, and take over the U.S. and rest of the West in what it sees as the inevitable triumph of socialism over capitalism. Please play soundbite two. Last week, Trump advisor and conservative host Steve Bannon was convicted in a D.C. court of being in contempt of Congress. Bannon was not allowed to mount a proper defense by the judge. Liberal legal experts like Alan Dershowitz denounced the conviction and predicted it would be overturned. Centrist Democrats like Tulsi Gabbard called Bannon's conviction a dangerous sign for our republic. Watch. Now, this is just the latest example, unfortunately, of how our Department of Justice has become a political weapon being used by those in power to go after their political enemies. And that was last week. This week, a massive criminal investigation targeting President Trump was leaked by the Biden regime's Department of Justice. Details of this investigation were planted with the left-wing Washington Post and published on the same day that Attorney General Merrick Garland gave an interview to NBC, NBC's Lester Holt. Watch. You said in no uncertain terms the other day that no one is above the law. That said, um, the indictment of a former president, of a perhaps candidate for president, would arguably tear the country apart. Is that your concern as you make your decision down the road here? Do you have to think about things like that? Look, we pursue justice without fear or favor. We intend to hold everyone, anyone, who was criminally responsible for the events surrounding January 6th for any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another accountable. That's what we do. The show trial of Steve Bannon was always a dress rehearsal for Democrats to prepare to arrest President Trump on phony charges. 
The complete collapse of the Biden regime has left both Democrats and Republicans with no doubt that Donald Trump is the candidate most likely to win the 2024 election. The FBI and the DOJ have been tasked by the Biden regime with stopping Trump for a se- from a second term in office. Now, this is not just speculation. In fact, Senator Charles Grassley has been contacted by FBI whistleblowers to warn the American public that a small group of FBI agents are responsible for hiding the Hunter Biden laptop and for creating the Russia hoax and for investigating President Trump, specifically two agents at the FBI, Brian Alton and Timothy Tebalt. Joining me now to discuss these extraordinary events is John Cardillo, a former law enforcement officer and now political commentator. John, it's always good to see you, and I know you're going to give it to me straight. Do you think that the FBI and the DOJ are planning to arrest President Trump and interfere in the 2024 election? Oh, absolutely. I think Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland are absolute gutter trash. They have two jobs, and I'm going to say it right here on your show. Chris Ray and Merrick Garland are not about justice. That clip you just played of the attorney general infuriates me. We have Hunter Biden, Emerald, on video doing crack with a hooker, weighing crack. We know he lied on his form 4473 to buy a firearm, broke multiple federal firearms laws, and is walking around making millions of dollars. So when Merrick Garland sits up there with his puppet, Lester Holt, the trash corporate media, the, the, the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party and says, we're going to hold everybody accountable for any law they break. Absolute BS. This is all about this is all about subverting the 24 election because Democrats know their policies suck. The American people can't stand them and they're going to get crushed. The only way they can win is by stealing it. The DOJ is weaponized to a point, as is the FBI, that they need to be gutted doused in holy water and buried in consecrated ground. And I don't think the FBI should be rebuilt. We have specialty agencies now, the DEA, the ATF. I've got my feelings on them. But the FBI is a generalist agency that's constantly a solution in search of a problem and a very poor solution. I mentioned earlier the CCP's well-established and long-stated intention to end the USA as we have known it. In an opinion piece appearing August 3 in the WashingtonTimes.com, author Peter Hoekstra mentioned this as well. Titled, China's American Political Mercenaries, Hoekstra's article details just how one of the latest examples, I'm sorry, just one of the latest examples of the treachery and stupidity of rich and powerful Americans regarding China. The article begins, Veteran business leader Maurice R. Greenberg, who has been allied with the Chinese Communist Party, also known as the CCP, for decades, encapsulated this, and I'm diverting from the quote here. He states that Greenberg encapsulated this madness in a Wall Street Journal commentary. Going back to the article, quote, he, that is Greenberg, announced a new organization to improve the relationship between Americans and the CCP. Mr. Greenberg argues that business leaders in the two countries can help bridge the vast chasms that strain current bilateral relations. To Greenberg and his supporters, the tensions are merely economic issues to be resolved in a business-like way. The reputable looking group includes former U.S. Chamber of Commerce CEO Tom Donahue and former Senator Joe Lieberman of Connecticut. 
their polar opposites appeared in a historic joint news conference in early July. FBI Director Christopher Wray and British Domestic Intelligence, that is MI5, Chief Ken McCallum, took the unprecedented step of appearing together to warn business leaders about the CCP's threat to free enterprise. Mr. Ray and Mr. McCallum described the full scope of dangers that American and British companies face from the CCP. They stressed that the CCP will use any and every tool it can to steal technology and intellectual property. The CCP uses everything from massive state-sponsored hacking to planting spies in Western companies and research institutes to steal corporate secrets. The CCP, the FBI and MI5 leaders warned, does not want to compete with Western companies. It wants to destroy them. Other Western, I'm sorry, other Wall Street Journal coverage highlighted the CCP's ongoing and overt and covert operations to influence local and state governments and policies across the United States. The U.S. Counterintelligence Center issued the warning of aggressive CCP lobbying of policymakers and leveraging trade and investment efforts to reward or punish national, state, and local government institutions based on their policies, end quote. Now, I'm picking up on my commentary here. Although the FBI's Ray and other U.S. officials repeatedly warn about the dangerous threats from China, they have been strangely uninterested, uninterested and avoiding any effort to investigate claims of fraud in the 2020 election or other U.S. elections for which there is substantial evidence the CCP has been interfering with our elections, which is tantamount to an act of war, in my opinion. As you may be aware, the CCP's doctrine of so-called unrestricted warfare against the West, in which any and all means of destroying us is considered worthwhile and justified under communist ideology. Part of this unrestricted warfare has no doubt been the CCP's practice of bribing and extorting U.S. officials by using some of the staggering wealth that has accumulated from the huge amounts of capital flowing into investments in China from the West in recent years. This from the corrupt monopoly capitalists, as they're called, seeking access to China's captive markets created by the 300 to 400 million people or so lifted out of poverty from the onslaught of Western capital investments there. Nevertheless, there remain some 900 million Chinese who continue to struggle to survive while earning what amounts to $300 or less a month. So much for the CCP's lie of common prosperity. One of those U.S. officials bribed by the CCP is our own illegitimate President Joe Biden. Substantial and thus far unchallenged evidence indicates that Biden family members, including Joe Biden himself, have received at least $31 million in payments from individuals and businesses associated with the Chinese government and its military intelligence. Here's the last few minutes of audio from former New York City mayor and renowned federal prosecutor Rudy Giuliani's podcast, August 3. It's episode 259 of Giuliani's podcast series, Rudy's Common Sense. It's titled, Biden is Compromised by the CCP and makes the case for this in an interview with Miranda Devine of the New York Post. During the interview, Giuliani and Devine, whose new book, The Laptop from Hell, covers the revelations from Joe Biden's son's Hunter's abandoned laptop computer, discuss the astonishing many millions of dollars, including the $31 million from the CCP, that the Biden crime family, as they call it, reputedly received through corrupt business dealings, peddling influence in Joe Biden's positions, 
in the public offices he has held. Giuliani also talks about just some of the appeasement, concessions, and favors Biden has done for the CCP. Among the worst being the U.S. abandonment of Afghanistan with its newly renovated Bagram Air Base just 400 miles from the Chinese border. Giuliani doesn't mention the murders of the Taliban by the Taliban of all the Afghans who work with the U.S. As Giuliani points out, Biden is obviously an agent of the CCP to a greater or lesser extent. Play soundbite three, please. So I want to conclude this because there's going to be much more that we're going to have to get into on this, unfortunately, over the over the year. It is no doubt that the, the, the president of the United States is compromised. On the, on one side of the ledger, we have the, 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 you know, the Biden crime family and all the money they got. And we know what they, uh, what the Iraqis got for their money, what the Ukrainians got for their money. We don't know yet completely what the Russians got for theirs. But let me tell you a couple of the things that had there, had we didn't have this evidence, it might raise the concern that somebody had bribed the president. Uh, the one that always jumps out at me is closing the Bagram Air Base, recently remodeled to the tune of billions and billions of dollars, leaving behind $85 billion in armaments for terrorists to use, but most importantly, leaving behind a modern, functioning, well-equipped air base 400 miles from China, 600 miles from Iran, but 400 miles from China. For the defense of the United States, you can't dream of a better position to be in. Just think of, uh, just think of the Iron Dome in Israel. And the problem is how close the Palestinians are. And although it works 90 plus percent of the time, it's a heck of a, it's a, a heck of a time. And you hold your breath because you've got five, 10 minutes to react. Big difference in nuclear defense having five, 10 minutes to react or having an ocean to react. You don't give away a base 400 miles from China unless there's something seriously wrong with you. Uh, he uh, refuses to push an investigation of China for the spreading of COVID. Look, whether they did it on purpose or by accident, they sent Chinese people all around the world while they locked down China, knowing they were spreading Chinese virus, CCP virus, knowing it for a month to a month and a half. If it weren't for Donald Trump shutting it down and being attacked as being anti-Chinese by the guy bought by China, Joe Biden, another month of it would have gone on. Another 500,000 million dead. Biden already has more people dead under him than under Trump. But if he had, if, if he had been president, who knows how many would have died? When would he have shut down China when China said it was all right? I mean, if you think of the, of the, if you think of the, of the uh, concessions that have been made to China, it's it's quite amazing. We cut down a major in, in, uh, intelligence investigation that we had going on, suspended it to rethink it, in which we had been successful in finding particularly professors who had infiltrated universities, stealing our intellectual property, our secrets, and to a very large extent, brainwashing our that's brainwashing our students. That's been suspended by the pro-Chinese Biden government. Although Russia has been sanctioned for the uh, illegal war in 
in, in Ukraine, which is, involves atrocities that are almost impossible to think of in this day and age, China hasn't been, China hasn't been sanctioned in any way at all for their participation and encouragement of it. China is constantly flying over and, and, and uh, threatening Taiwan and other places in the islands. There's been nothing done to stop that. When uh, 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 Nancy Pelosi announced she wanted to go to Taiwan, uh, the uh, Chinese agent in the White House made it clear that he didn't want her to go. They've done nothing on tariffs. He is acting like $31 million would suggest he would be bought and paid for by China. That is a massive intelligence, security, national security problem. It's unthinkable that we haven't prosecuted these cases when the FBI has had some of this information for two, two and a half years. When the U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York, Berman, turned this information down and no one investigating him, he turned this investigation down two and a half years ago. They've had this information for two years. And then it becomes just stronger and stronger and stronger and they do less and less and less. Beyond the criminal side, what about the security of our country? Biden is acting like he's been bought by China, and he has been bought by China. And we're going to ignore that? Gosh, there's something seriously wrong, isn't there? And we're going to have to get to the bottom. Not to mention the fact that Dianne Feinstein had a Chinese infiltrator for 19 years with her. Swalwell had a Chinese mistress who was a spy. Hunter Biden had a prostitute who was a Chinese spy and lost a lost a, I think it was a Chinese spy, and lost a um, laptop to her, or might have been a Russian spy. There's so many different ones. And just how much information does Russia and China have? I mean, I have the, the computer and the hard drive, one of them. There are many, many more. How much more compromising information do they have on the Biden crime family and other Democrats who were close to them, or even some Republicans? The failure to investigate that is close to being treasonous. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Imagine if this information existed about an American president during the Cold War with regard to Russia or China. Well, we've got something like a Cold War with China going on. They're building up militarily. They've got a bigger Navy than us already. They've told us they want to overtake us by 2048, and they bully the world. And we're doing, we're doing the appeasement thing with them, are we? Be one thing if you were doing it just because of ideology. Some of them are. But when we're doing it because the president's been bribed, that's unthinkable. Relevant to Giuliani's comments are the recent trip to Taiwan of U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, which he does speak of briefly. Since Pelosi and her family have been enriched with fabulous sweetheart business deals and other investments with China, Excuse me. I have to see her trip as largely a publicity stunt to give the impression she's actually standing up to the CCP. Even so, excuse me, I don't have a cough button. Even so, Biden didn't want her to go, as Giuliani points out. And Biden, just a few days ago, delayed a scheduled test of a U.S. intercontinental ballistic missile. While China fires ballistic missiles near Taiwan, and yet another cowardly act of appeasement to them. <clears throat> Getting back to the stolen 2020 U.S. election, <clears throat> here's audio from election integrity warrior Jovan Hutton Pulitzer 
from a broadcast on his Locals.com channel, July 17th, titled, Why the 2020 General Election is the Most Historic Election in American History. In it, Pulitzer announces he is doing a series of shows refuting and debunking the fraudulent claims of the Democrats and Rhinos' sham congressional January 6th hearings. Please play soundbite four. What's going on here is you need to understand that the election every one of us tuning in here lived through in 2020 is one of these historic moments. This is something that I say for us, for our lives, all we have left to do is fight. That means us that are adults, but what we're fighting for is our children and our grandchildren. And the reality is the system right now is trying to extinguish us, our husbands, our wives, our children, our grandchildren, and our future. It is an attempt to end our republic. And it all begins in their full-forced, flexed effort where led to the event that they used the election of 2020 to put their grand plan for ending the United States of America and its great republic into effect. Now, the reason I did this and the reason I'm even talking about this is because I'm releasing on my locals, I'm going to do for you a multi-part series where I am reading for you the absolute junk report supposedly put out by conservatives that they debuted as part of this January 6th insurrection crap primetime infomercial they have on television to try to convince everybody that there was coup. And they put out a report that as I go through it, and I'm going to help you understand it and get the real facts, you're going to understand why mainstream media is such an evil component needed by politicians and academia. Because even though they said they did a study of the court cases, all they did was went to mainstream media and all of the crap that mainstream media said about Donald J. Trump and what they believed wasn't real. And all they did was use that as the citing evidence to put together the report to tell every one of us uh, that we're just conspiracy theory kooks. And so that's what I'm breaking down on my locals. It's why I'm doing this program. But tonight, what I want you to understand is just how historic that 2020 election was in many ways and why we need to fight to save all of the data and ballots which are about to be destroyed in one month and 13 days. This is all part of the left's and our corrupt establishment's attempt to build a criminal case against President Trump to prevent him and his MAGA platform from regaining office in 2024 or even making gains in the upcoming 2022 midterm elections. Trump-endorsed candidates have been widely successful in winning Republican nominations for public offices in the nation's primaries held so far this year. Lastly today, Here's audio from former Trump advisor Steve Bannon's War Room program, August 3, in which Bannon discusses with Mike Lindell the MAGA Republican victories in the August 2 primaries in Arizona and Michigan. 
This occurred, by the way, despite the apparent continued attempts to manipulate these elections. For example, Georgia election integrity activist Garland Favorito, founder of VoterGA.org, stated that the establishment Republican challenger to successful Arizona GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger outperformed their polling numbers by 20 percent in the primaries, indicating some kind of algorithm, which is a computer program, was in play in those primaries. Although the establishment Republicans won on in Georgia's primaries, MAGA Republicans swept the primaries in Arizona. And in Michigan, Trump-backed Tudor Dixon won the Republican nomination for governor. And former Trump administration official John Gibbs beat U.S. House Republican incumbent and Trump impeachment backer Peter Mayer. These victories strongly indicate that the pro-Trump forces were able to defeat those states' allegedly corrupt electoral processes. Please play soundbite five. This would not have happened. This historic night would not have happened without, besides President Trump, two individuals of character. And that is Mike Lindell and Rudy Giuliani. I want to go now to Mike Lindell. Mike, I got to tell you, you are the hardest working and the most giving person I have met in this country. And I've met a lot of folks. People don't understand that you, you, you are 24-7 to save your country. You put your company in play. Uh, your personal life in play, the attacks on you. But what happened last night, the 70-30 game day votes of average Americans, MAGA, coming out with all this advertising spent against them and coming out is the work of what you've done to inspire people in places like Arizona and Michigan. Mike Lindell. Well, it was it was so awesome. Uh, Carrie Lake, you know, everybody, was the first person I ever endorsed in my life. And I, I met her over a year ago at a little event. I did uh, a prayer event where I was speaking out uh, um, as uh, back talking about uh, my um, um, my journey back then. And she was at that uh, event. And so it's like here was it's almost like you see everything. The seeds that took hold back then all come into life. And it was so so rewarding. And they tried, Steve, they're trying to steal hers. They're trying to steal Carrie Lakes. And, and I, I guess it's still not completely set, but we were watching from every angle. And how about 65,000 votes? They say, hey, we don't, we're 65,000 ballots. We, we don't have enough ballots. We ran out. And then another place where people were getting there going, you've already, you've already voted. You've already voted. But like you said, Steve, the same day voting, 70, 30. These are, these are the real votes rolling in, everybody. 70-30, all these candidates, all these America First candidates from Mark Fincham on down, they all get just completely um, um, overwhelmed, their opponents, and then all of a sudden you think these people didn't vote for Kerry Lake? They tried, Steve, and they're still going to try, but um, this is what we have to do this fall, everybody, too, is just overwhelm the machines, whatever ones we can't get rid of. And uh, it's just so exciting. Mike, Mike, hang on for a second. My, my, my engine room comes up to me and says, hey, ask Lindell this. How can France, you know, we had Jerome Revere on here for the, how can France count 32 million votes in a country that's massive and finish it at eight o'clock at night? And in Arizona, Katie Hobbs should be in Arizona as we sit here today 
18 percent of the vote is not counted. And the no, we know why it's not counted, because it's game day vote. It's 70, 30. This is MAGA. This is the people with no money coming out to vote against the establishment of that state and the corrupt Democrats. So, Mike, answer the question. How can we not well, count all the votes? How can they not be counted in Arizona? Well, because they're corrupt. They're uh, they're trying to steal it. This is the thing. Everyone says when you get the big arguments saying, oh, we can't go to paper and hand counted because it's going to take so long. We did it for decades, and France did it in an hour and a half, two hours. 70 million people, Steve, I met with them, and they did it in less than two hours. And that's, you know, let's say we have double that here in the U.S., a little over double. It's just a few more people. And uh, what they're doing, because of these machines, is it almost just reminds me of uh, the 2020 election. All of a sudden, they're not done counting now? What? I mean, what? I thought they were machines. Boom. Here's your winner, you know. And uh, it's disgusting. This is called when you override the algorithms, when you override this, you override the machine sheet. Now they've got to figure out a way. Is there a way we can backfill this? Is there a way we can backfill? Steve, this just happened to Peggy Hubbard in Illinois. They they stopped the count in Illinois three weeks ago. And they dumped thirty thousand votes hey. on her opponent, and she hey. and she lost. Hey. She was winning. She had put in a you know, all this jo- stuff. Jo- so. jo- Joe Kent, Joe Kent, and Lauren Culp are out there in Washington, three and four right now. They're out there three and four right now, run, run against these traitors in the Republican Party, and this forty-some percent of the vote not counted yet. Mike yeah, Lindell's crusade has to come to fruition. By the way, the yeah. machines, and I'm not a machine guy. Everybody knows that. I've never been a machine guy. I'm a, I'm a, a mail-in ballot and the phoniness of the mail-in ballots and getting illegal you know, people to vote, not non-citizens to vote. Okay. What we have here, though, Mike Lindell is absolutely correct. We need a crusade to rip those machines out. It is a disgrace oh, <laughs> that we're sitting here as an advanced nation in, in Arizona. We're sitting here and you're telling Katie Hobbs to be governor of the state is a disgrace. She yeah, can't absolutely. organize or run anything. And it's corrupt and crooked. Yeah. Mike, yeah, your, your fight in court yeah. to get those machines out is more important than ever, is it not? Absolutely. And we're doing, remember the preliminary injunction, the judge is still looking at it in Arizona. He's the first judge, everybody, to look at evidence, machine evidence. First one in our nation. That Nobody looked at it a year and a half ago. No judges looked at it. So we're in a great place and, and we've got, uh, you know, we've got the great moment of truth summit coming up on August 19th and or 20th, 20th and 21st. And um, that's going to change our country forever. Steve, I want to say one more thing before I forget. How about the president and everybody, our great president, Donald Trump, endorsing Adam Steen against uh, one of the biggest corruption people in this country, Robin Voss in Wisconsin. This all happened yesterday. You know, yesterday, it's, it's pretty historical, everybody. We beat the machines in Arizona and uh, we're, be, you know, overran them because of everybody out there just voting hold and voting and hold voting. And hold, uh, hold it. Hold it. Your your biggest your hang on your your biggest nemesis in Arizona has been Rusty Bowers. Rusty Bowers yeah. got blown. This is a career politician. Got out. Blown out 65, 35. Yeah. This is not close. Blown yeah. out. And blown if it was out. not the for people- Rusty Bowers, we would ha- we would have had decertified Biden electors in Arizona. And you're seeing Absolutely. right now it's just as corrupt. And by the way, Boris brought up the good point that the, it, it, Georgia primary stinks to high heaven. It is impossible 
to have what right. happened in Michigan and impossible to have what happened in Arizona and not have had the same thing in, 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 in Georgia. Georgia should be ashamed of themselves. And Arizona puts a spotlight on the corruption of the Georgia Republican establishment, which is nothing but bought and paid for by the corporatists in Atlanta. It's a disgrace. Mike Lindell. It really is. And every every state seems to have a Republican blocker. Steve, I don't even call them rhino. They're just plain criminal. you got your Rusty Bowers, your Brad Rassenbergers, your Robin Vosses of the world. These guys are Republicans blocking everything. They have blocked decertifications. They have blocked. They have taken the races. Look at Rassenberger over in Georgia. Uh, he was a 38, he pulled at 38 percent. The next day of the election, he gets 51 percent. What? Well, we watched them all, Steve, and it, it goes down to, you know, they're catching them all in the act right now is so important, everybody, which we which we have. Remember, everybody, I love telling you about that nice Democrat lady in, in Georgia, her and her husband on May 24th, three Democrats. She woke up in her own precinct and said, what? We got zero votes. Honey, did you vote for me? Oh, Brad Rassenberger, Steve, should have gave him at least two. They wouldn't have had a leg to stand on. Sorry, nobody likes you, nice lady. But you know what they did? They did. Brad showed the world. Brad showed the country that you could open up the machines and do a two-day audit. And they looked inside and they said, what? There's 3,700 votes here, nice lady. You went from third place to first place. And this is happening all over our country. In spite of numerous primary victories, we still have a long way to go in the battle to ensure our elections are truly fair, secure, and safe from fraud. Tune in and watch whatever you can of the 12 hours of presentations on each day on Saturday, August 20 and Sunday, August 21 of Mike Lindell's The Moment of Truth Summit to be broadcast on frankspeech.com. Lindell states who will be able to watch rebroadcasts of each day's events during the nights of August 21 and 22. Well, that's a wrap for another show. As always, we hope you found the content of interest and value. You can listen to a podcast of today's show when it's posted soon on the Jim Benson Show page at bbsradio.com. Look for us again two weeks from now in this same time slot. Have a good rest of your day and evening.